Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the No Time for Time podcast. Today with me, I have a very special guest, one of my very amazing listeners, Connor. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you're one of my, like, very few listeners. I uh, couldn't listen to the last one I was on. Why? I listened to, like, ten minutes of it, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm done. Polly just said it was, like, garbage. And I was like, yeah, it's because you couldn't cut out the time to actually show up. So now you're just going to trash yeah, it. well, on top of that, I will say it was probably a poor decision to have eight people yeah. talking at once. Yeah, yeah, With no microphones, <laughs> with a phone in the center of the table. It worked, though. It was, it was all right. I did. I, like I said, I didn't listen to it. I listened to, like, the first ten minutes, and I was like, okay, I can't do this. It's not my favorite episode. No. no. I don't know. I can't imagine it would be. And then I listened to some of the Lily one, but then I don't know what happened. Things happen. That kind of boring. I love Lily, <laughs> but we're going to have to record another one. <laughs> Next time, make sure she's not knitting while she's... Yeah, so... Ugh. If she's listening, you're so bland. Like, you're knitting. <laughs> I'll call this, you out. This is this is turned into uh, an episode about me. Lily roasting. Lily roast. I think so. Um, well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. You and Giancarlo are starting a podcast, right? Or are in the midst? Uh, it's more like something we've said, but not actually. Multiple, multiple times. Yeah. I just keep, every time I see him, I just have a new idea for a podcast name. And my most recent one was uh, Make Me Rich. <laughs> or Sponsor Me. That's another one. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Just really get right to the point. Um, or if I wanted to go for a longer name, it's like, uh, I'm not, I don't care about the content. I want money. That would be a good name. I don't care about the you concept. You just use the acronym. Whatever like it is. That's too many. I don't, I don't yeah, care. I can't get that either. I, I have to write care. it down. That sounds fun, though. I think you guys should do one, because I think, like, you both bring, like, different perspectives to the table, or, like, different things to talk about. And then, like, either that or it would just turn into, like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, John is a little bit more relaxed than I am. So, I don't know, I guess those personalities would be good for a podcast. Yeah. I'd like to incorporate Clever in there somewhere, if Clever's beautiful face is He could be like a guest every once in a while. (laughs) You don't think he's capable of being a host? No, but, like, I feel like he's a harder person to, like, nail down, schedule-wise. Yeah, that's actually kind of accurate. So, like, he could be on, like, every other episode (laughs) or, like, whenever he's free. (laughs) My cousin kept trying to get me to do a podcast with him, and I'm just like, talk about what, dude? Like, every time I'm with you, we don't talk about anything besides <laughs> some bullshit that's going on, and it's, like, boring already. That's it. I love you, Brady. I'm sorry. You're a good man, but... He's not listening. It's fine. No, he's not listening at all. You know who does listen? Who? Well, Lindsay came up to me first, <laughs> that's our manager, and said, well, I listened to all your podcast episodes, and I only have one question. Who, in, like, the Maddie and Jared episode, it got cut off halfway through... And we were talking about, like, oh, who, yeah, yeah. who like, we hate the most at Matunik. And that's all she wanted to know out of everything. And then she's like, well, you towed the line really well. Like, you're not going to get flagged for anything, like, mob-wise. And I was like, okay, good to know. And go. then Vinny came up to me the other day and asked exactly the same <laughs> question. And I was like, you guys only care about yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, I thought it was pretty bold of you guys in the first place to even talk about that record it and then put it out there like people from work aren't listening to it oh i knew they were and i thought it was kind of funny but i was like if you if you just hide the fact that like if it's a guy or a girl and you can't like use their name 
I, now I want to know who. Just say it. Just commit to it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not no. do that. Well, I can. I'll out Maddie at least. She said. Oh no! no don't. She said. She said a uh, a previous Matunic worker that she used to be friends with. So it wasn't like managerial I I, staff. I, I think I get. It. I think I might know. And then I said someone who works in the back, <laughs> higher up. <laughs> I have my guesses. They there. will not be listening. They won't. But me and them, I'm trying to not use pronouns, we've become friends. <laughs> oh, the person you hated the most? Yeah. And it's not that I hate him, it's more that I just like... Oop, it's a him. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that like, I don't know, some, some days are better than others. And yeah. the bad days are like... <laughs> They're bad days. Yeah, run. Okay, so we already know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll toe the line. We will toe the line. It's not like, I don't know, Lindsay was like, it's not like Kevin's going to watch, so I think you'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> no. It was. It's not Kevin. I like Kevin. Kevin and I are boys. I like Kevin, too. He and I got off to a little bit of a funny story. Oh, though. me too, yeah. Kevin and I used to yell at each other, Kevin, like, in the back. He cussed me out one night before he even ever worked at Matunic, and I didn't know who he was, <laughs> because he lives right next to Point View Marina. Yeah. And I was driving out one night, and I got really close. Like, I didn't get really close. I was probably, like, 25, 30 feet away from his fucking GMC. And he comes running out at midnight and starts cussing me out for even be being remotely close to his truck. And then... It is a nice car. Yeah, but to him. I wasn't like, even close. And it was... I'm like, dude, was this guy just, like, sitting in his, like, window, just watching, <sighs> waiting for someone to leave? Because he was out there so quick. But, uh, I, I don't know. I finally told him that story the other day. And he was like, Connor, I've been wondering since I started working here who, who it was I screamed at. Now it's so funny to think that it was you. That's so funny. But I remember when he got hired and I saw the truck in the uh, the parking lot. I was like, no fucking God way. Damn it. This guy is our, our general manager. Where did he work before? Coast Guard House. Really? Right there. He yeah. worked at Coast Guard? Oh, yeah. So did uh, Mike. Like back. back kitchen Mike? No. Or manager Mike. Manager Mike. Where is he? He had like feet problem, right? I feet problems? I don't know. Mike's an interesting cat. I like him, though. I feel like everyone's like, oh, well, he really doesn't do anything. Yeah, like, managerial standpoint, but he will get everybody else in the front of the house to, like, pull their weight, and that's what I like about him. I like Mike a lot. Yeah, me I, too. I don't have a problem with anybody at work. No. I will say, since Maddie's probably listening, she already knows. Me and her used to butt heads yeah. at work a lot. She would always ask for the, uh, the strawberry shit that we made uh, for the form lemonade, the and I... Yeah, I used to tell her, I'm like, hey, you can make it. You can make the whole 22 of it next time if you'd like. You can cut the two trays of strawberries <laughs> and pour the simple syrup in there, and then emulsify. You can do all that, but you're not, and I'm not giving you any more of this. <laughs> That's how I feel now. It's like too sweet for me. I, I don't like it. I don't like it anyways. But it's a pain in the ass. Well, it's not even that big of a pain in the ass to make. It's just time consuming. Yeah. But now it's like. All the servers suddenly really like eating blue cheese fucking olives. Oh, they're so good. Oh. Okay, I guess I'll stop eating them then. Jesus Christ, that's a pain in the ass to do too. Yeah. Just a, it's just because it starts out as like rock solid blue cheese, and then you have to like figure out a way to stuff it into the fucking olives. Melt it down, pretty yeah. much. It's gross. It's, it's gr the process is gross, but the end. <laughs> the end result's the grossest part. What? First off, okay. First I... off, olives. If they were never created, I would be a happier person. Everything in my life would probably be they're better. They're so good. They're so salty. I have two things in my in my world that have caused me to 
uh, lose my will to live, and that's olives and marshals. Those two things. You don't like marshals? marshals okay, can well, fuck off. Marshals is like the most. There's like never anything good there, but like TJ Maxx like slaps. So you're just talking about the whole corporation as a whole, like TJX. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. I, I mean, I oh, wait. I know that lady. I went to high school with her daughter. That's funny. Okay, well, Marshalls is like the worst one. Home Goods is bomb, and TJ Maxx is like it has its days. They're all ridiculous, and then they pull this fucking little game with you at the end where they make you wait in this long line. Yep. But and in that line is a bunch of different shit. bullshit that you don't need, but you're gonna look at it and be like, hmm, well, I don't have a artisanal soda water back at the house, so I might as well buy this four pack for forty five dollars, and it's like. I don't like. Why the fuck? Why are you throwing a bunch of Himalayan like or salt all lamps candles, in my face? All candles, the whole way. It's down. just a bunch of unnecessary shit that nobody needs, and it's like I, I every time I actually, actually I've gone into Marshalls a couple times recently looking for something specific, never find it, and I just fucking I walk in, do one lap, and, and then I'm yeah, out. I won't. Too. I will not continue the search. I refuse to be in there longer than I have to. I went looking for fucking uh, a black shirt for work. They don't have a, a black button-down shirt at Marshalls. Oh, like, of course they don't. Because like, it's oh. the thing you're looking for. But if you go after you find one, you'll find, like, 40. Um, how do you feel about all black on Friday and Saturday nights? I don't mind it. Well, I'm not, I don't work on Friday and Saturday nights, Me really. Neither, so, so. Uh, I'm not too concerned about it. I will say I worked this past Saturday night. And uh, on top of it being, like, 85 degrees behind the bar... Uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't a good mixture. Oh, like the day before Valentine's Day? Yeah, I fucking was so hot behind the bar. And pa- if Paulie's listening, he knows what happened to me. It wasn't good. Very bad. Did you, like, sweat through your shirt? No, no. If they want us to do, like, black at night for the summer, I think I'm just going to get, like, a button-up with, like, the, the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Like a nerd shirt. Well, because I mean, think about being on the roof wearing all black. Oh, my God, you're going to bake. Literally, you will be cooked. From the hours of, like, 4 to 7, you're going to bake. And then after that, it's going to just be, like, meh. Oh, imagine being in the parking lot wearing all black. Do you really? I don't think that's the thing. Because then, like, once it gets dark, no one's going to see you, and you're definitely going to get hit. Yeah, true. I like the the bright yellow. Yeah, me too. I wore that the other day. It's a sleep shirt. That's all it is to me now. Oh, I wear it all the time. I wear it out. I'm like, whatever. But... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I just, like, we, um, Maggie, Charlotte, Jenna, and I yesterday went to the mall to, like, go get black shit, and Jenna did bring up a good point. Like, she's been working there for a while now, and you have to buy all this Matunic stuff, and then we don't really have to wear it anymore. Yeah. It's just a little frustrating. I get where she's coming from. Well, there's a lot of people that work there that, when, back when they used to keep all the shirts upstairs before they redid all the offices and shit. Uh, a lot of people were just taking shirts left and right. Really? Oh, yeah. They were just up there. I would do that. Fucking, I know plenty of people. They're free. So why not? Well, they're, I mean, <laughs> they're not free. They're not free. But, but like, right. yeah, they're free. I've been there for six years now, which is fucking. Really? Well, come July, yeah. Well, I've been I guess. there for six years. What am I, a sophomore in college? <laughs> you don't know what grade you are. When was I senior? I graduated in 2019. So I guess this is... Maybe this is my third year working there? Because it'll be my third summer. So yeah, it'll be my third year working. It's the biggest wave I've seen and no one took it in. 
not an expert, but kind of crashed funny. Um, or broke funny. That's wild. I've never been on a job. Actually, I have been on a job this long. Well, I'm glad I worked there. Me I was, too. I was dishwashing at Tees before. Really? I applied at Tees the same, like I had an interview at Tees and then like 45 minutes later I had an interview with Steph at Matunek. <laughs> and Tees offered me the job like on site. Which one? Um, Tees in Wakefield. The one like right here? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was dishwashing. And then they like offered me a serving job when I was under 18. Nice. On this like spot, which was great. So then I like was like, oh, I'll just go to Matunic and like see what they say. And I was like five minutes away from calling T's and Steph called me and like asked if I wanted the job. And I was like, hmm, do I want like breakfast or do I want kind of in the middle to high end? And I took that. Mm. Works out for me, so. Matunic is an interesting place, especially when it comes to like clientele because it's not incredibly expensive by any means. No. It's actually pretty affordable, I'd say. For a better for meal. like the food that you get yeah yeah and then just like the different types of people that come in and how they're dressed it's pretty funny like you'll have a family come in it's all dressed up to the nines and then another family that just got off the Sweat beach pants. yeah i love it I, I do think it's funny because there are like those two sides to it but i don't know do you think we're like on the higher end scale i think some days we can be and then there's other days that are just like yikes I think that's what this whole black shirt thing is about. I think so, too. If the uh, customers like it, though, then why not? Yeah. But fucking whatever. Work's work. What do you... Okay, I actually have a question. What What are you studying in school? Film and video. I did not know that. And I'm a business administration minor. Okay. Whatever that means. What, is your, what do you want to do with film and video? I am unsure. I was thinking about that on the way down because I have to, like, start looking for an internship. Because at the moment, I think I'm either first or second semester sophomore or junior as a sophomore. So, like, my internship would be my last semester of senior year. So, it's, like, coming up in a year. Yeah. And they'll they'll place me anywhere. If I say, like, oh, Netflix New York, I'd love to go there. <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, okay. Placed. And they'll, like, set it all, all up for me. But I don't really know if I want to be, like, oh, I'd rather go into, like, working with the talent than directing or like working with the editors that's what I have to figure out yeah did you did you have to take like a film 101 class yeah I'm still like there's like introduction to film and introduction to like communications media were what the two courses were and they were both so boring did you like did they show you a bunch of fucking like old like silent films oh uh, no uh, but i did two courses of film history to get that credit out of the way and we never made it past 1940 i love it it was uh, there were some good ones that i like actually went back and watched on my own time and then there were other ones that i was like like fell asleep in the middle any in particular that you remember being good no i haven't taken a film history in like a year i took them both last year did you forget yeah, Dude, because they were not memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I took I took film, like intro to film and then film history, probably four years ago, and I still remember a bunch of those really? movies. Really? Yeah. Fucking the cabinet of Dr. Caligario is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Never seen it. No. I remember learning like about Eisenstein and the fucking uh, Battleship Potemkin? I actually, just bought oh. that movie for my brother. 
It's supposed to be one of the best movies of all time. I um, watched a lot of like Chaplin. No, and, like and um, Buster Keaton. Yeah, it's because my professor, who was also like my advisor, was like ready to croak. He just retired this year at the ripe old age of ninety-two. Jesus, like get out of the school department. Well, he was an awful advisor, but he's probably getting paid pretty well. He though. was like one one of the yeah. One of the um, films we were watching was from, like, the 1940s, and he was like, fun fact, I was born the same year as this guy. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Al Jolson. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the guy had been dead since, like, the 70s, and he's still, like, kicking and, like, doing whatever. Good God. Mm-hmm. We watched a um, bunch of, like, Cassavetes, too. Hmm, Okay. Which, like, I like those. They were interesting. Um, I, I, like, I really enjoyed my intro to film class because the guy showed us a bunch of different stuff that was... It was mostly newer. Watched Francis Ha. First time I ever saw that. Have you seen that? Mm, who's it by? Flambach. Okay. He did Marriage Story. Yeah. He's uh, married to... Uh, what's her face? Greta Gerwig. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Who did uh, Little Women. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh... Still haven't seen that. Have you seen... What the... Lady Bird? Yeah. That's a fucking good movie. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Timothy Chalamet is such a dickhead in that movie. Yeah, but... I don't know. He needs to be painted like that a few times. Because I feel like that's his real, like, personality. I'll say in Little Women. Oh, you haven't seen Little Women? No. Never mind. Is it on HBO? I think so. Maybe it's on Hulu. I think it's on HBO. That's I, need, a, I, I, I did not HBO expect account. to enjoy that movie, and I really enjoyed. it. I heard it's really good. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a remake, but yeah, it's. I thought it was very well done. I like Florence Pugh and Saoirse Ronan a lot too. They're really good actresses, mm. and oh, Saoirse Ronan, she has my heart. Have you seen like Midsummer? Yeah, it's Florence Pugh. I need to see it. Ari Aster, that guy, him and him and the Robert Eggers right now for me are the two best directors at the moment, and. Thad, if if Thad Wahlberg's listening, I'm, I'm sorry, bud, but The Lighthouse is the best thing we've had to an actual cinematic film in a while. Everything right now, I think, is just a bunch of bullshit amusement park feel, fucking whatever. All this Marvel Disney shit just taking over and fucking. See, I like Marvel. I hate it. I hate all of it. I I like Marvel because they've taken something that's so fictional and so unrealistic, and when you watch the film, it looks like you could like go stand next to that like weird alien or that person with superpowers so it like takes it straight off the comic book page and makes it something like believable i enjoyed like the, the original spider-man with toby <laughs> mcguire and I, he's coming back i know all three of them i don't know yeah, why even bother bringing andrew garfield back those sucked. he was the worst one those sucked i like tom holland as spider-man now i think he's pretty good i think we need to stop letting a bunch of british actors take over they're so fucking good at not sounding british too they're so good. And how do we, like, sound like them? Garbage. Horrible. Like, Christian Bale. With like, a British accent? Or with well, a... he's British. He... No, he's not. Yes, he is. Wild. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis, also British. Yep. He's probably one of the best actors we've seen in this generation. No doubt about that. But, yeah, we need to stop the British takeover of, of film industry. And also, yes, I get it, like... Marvel, they'll like Disney, they'll take it, make it look real, but it's because they also got fucking billions, billions of dollars. dollars. They have so yep. much money. And here's another thing: I love John Favreau. I love John Favreau, but I don't like Disney John Favreau. Like, really? Yeah. Like, have you seen Swingers? Yeah. That is 
one of one of my favorite movies of all time because it's just it's so it feels so relatable it's so well written it's not high budget it's just vince young vince vaughn young john favreau uh ron livingston and then a bunch of other fucking people i don't know their names but it's just written so well performed so well and barely costs any money and like i think that's where he like thrives well yeah that's where he got his whole start he either thrives in like low budget or like the most money you can give him because then he can just go berserk well i mean good for i mean good for him he's fucking killing it yeah he's absolutely killing it but i just have you seen the mandalorian no and i don't really want to so good I, I'm very, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. You're very anti. I The thing is, like, I'm not going to make a comment on whether or not I think it's good or bad, because obviously I haven't seen it, so I have no right to say that. That's a, that's the only reason mm-hmm. I ever went to go see, like, the Avengers in theaters is because I wanted to be able to shit on it, and I had, <laughs> I, I shit, I'm not even kidding, like, Clever, Clever always, he loves the Marvel stuff, so he would always be like, dude, you haven't even, like, seen this, so you can't say anything, so I'd be like, fine. So every time he wanted to go see, like, a Marvel movie in theaters, I would go so that afterwards I could just shit on it in front of him. And then I'd be like, you have no reason to tell me I can't do this now because because I just watched the same movie as you. Exactly. And this sucked. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm very critical of all of it. I don't know. I just think, like, I liked The Mandalorian, but I also liked watching, they did, like, a behind-the-scenes of season one, and I guess it's filmed on this, like, LED screen on like all sides and it's like the size of a football field so they can like create any environment they want and then just like place the actors in it Jeez. and it's used like they used gaming systems so it like if the camera moves it'll track with it like you're in a video game huh. and I just thought like yeah, the technology with amazing. the money that Disney has they literally can do anything and like that shows but again if that is listening <laughs> like what I appreciate about like like the movie like the lighthouse and which is why I like Eggers is that that's that's shot on 35 like mm-hmm. you, there's not a lot of room for mistakes there nope there's it's, no room it's 35 black and white and I thought it was done like absolutely amazing and it, pro- it probably costs a lot of money because film's fucking expensive it's so expensive but without having to throw in all these special effects all this technology it, it's into just it just like how it is yeah it's I, I don't know like have you seen the witch I think so. It's Who directed? Robert Eggers. Okay, with, uh, yeah. What's that? The girl from Queen's Gambit was the... Like, oh, Anna oh. Taylor-Joy or something? She's a weird-looking person. She, she's an interesting cat. Yeah. she. I mean, she did a great job in The Witch. I, I didn't watch Queen's Gambit, so... I watched some of it, and then it, like, became the same episode after, like, episode three. It just becomes the same thing. Yeah, chess. Chess. Chess, chess, drugs. Oh, there's drugs in it? Yeah. She's, like, addicted to pills, and that she, like plays chess on the ceiling because when she takes pills like she sees the chess pieces that's interesting yeah it's wild but after like episode 3 that's all it becomes is like she plays chess and then she takes drugs and plays chess on the ceiling have you ever seen train spotting no no just thinking about fucking uh cause what is Queen's Gambit is that I never mind I don't fucking know I, I don't either ask if it was like a UK sort of thing but it, I don't know if it is no, she's the... No, none of them have British accents. Heard. <laughs> Never mind. Watch Train Spotting though. Great do you movie. like Wes Anderson? I do. I feel like... Or my, like, favorite... Some of my favorite directors are, like, him and Quentin Tarantino because they're so, like, niche. They do, like, their 
their thing and their thing only. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I kind of like. Uh, they're all tours. Yeah. Yeah. Have complete control of the artistic vision. It's just is what they want it to be. Yep. I, uh, like, I, yeah, I think, uh, Eggers, Aster, those are my two favorites right now. Favorite all times, probably Stanley Kubrick. Mm. And then, yeah. Besides that, uh, my two others are, are both foreigners. Uh, Andre Tarkovsky, Russian films. I fucking love him. And then Ingmar Bergman, who's a Swedish guy, and those are just like, like that's like I don't know. I watch those. I'm like, this is fucking legit, true art that isn't being replicated anymore, in ways that they were so limited back then. But I don't know. Like the feel is like, it's it's so much more. I don't know. It brings out more, I think, in the viewer than going and watching a, a virtual, pretty much amusement park, which is it, what I think is yeah. happening. Like, th- like it's to all actually, virtual. Yeah, to actually be able to look at a movie and think and and consider all these different pot. Like, I, like oh, like you do it with Avengers. Like, oh, maybe this is what's happening or that. It's like, well, we'll find out in three months when they pump out the next one. Like, it doesn't leave you really sitting and actually wondering because you're just gonna get the answer anyway. Yeah, like a good like mind fuck. At the end, where you're like, damn it. Have you seen um, one of my favorites, Interstellar? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so... It's like, I don't know. I would say it's all right, all together. But, like, when you come to the end, and then they, like, kind of just explain the whole movie, it makes you, like, go back, rewatch, and, like, think about it again. Yeah. I thought that was a really well-done movie. Yeah. Uh, Who was that? Is that Nolan? I think it is. He's a weird guy. A lot of his movies move in ways that are just like they're just trying. He's trying to get everything going. Yeah, it is Christopher Nolan. I thought I felt like that one was a little bit. Did he also do Gravity with Sandra Bullock? No, that movie fucking sucks. Um, no, it was some like foreign guy. That was like one of the worst like space movies. That movie sucks. Have you heard that um, Tom Cruise might be doing a movie in space? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <sighs> It's going to be so bad. It's either going to be so bad or, like, actually pretty good. Alfonso Cuaron did, did uh, Gravity. That was bad. But, I mean, I got to give Tom Cruise some props. I mean, that guy can fucking fly a plane and fly a helicopter and does all his own stunts and shit. Like, yeah, he really definitely takes like, it to the next level. But Like 55, almost 60, right? Nah. Is he really that old? I think so. Well, because he's been doing Mission Impossible since I was, like, one, so... He is 58. Damn it. Holy shit. <laughs> he is almost 60. Five foot seven, 58 years old, and a Scientologist. He's only five foot seven. Oh, yeah, he's a Scientologist. Have you seen those, the video of him for, uh, like, next to the guy who runs Scientology, David Miscavige? And then they do the whole fucking little, like, clip of him talking about what Scientology is. No. And he doesn't say anything in particular he's just like throwing out all these like uh what like i don't even know like pop words that like people in ted talks will use like jargon yeah just like all these quick little phrases that he knows is just going to keep the time moving without actually having to explain anything it's like we get it the only reason you're involved in this is because it's a fucking tax break because yeah scientology in the first place blackmailed the cia to be considered a religion so they could get tax breaks and now they just go out and kill people Fuck, I shouldn't, I shouldn't put this out on the airwaves, dude. They're going to fucking Too come late. for me. Have you seen, um, who is it? Leah Romini, and she does, like, oh, after Scientology. 
It's on like Discovery. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Have you watched Mad Men? I've seen some episodes, but then I got like bored. That's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Really? Oh, 100%. I've been watching, like, sitcoms, like, early 2000 sitcoms recently. Uh, can't, if it's got a laugh track, it pretty much kills it for me. Well, I've been watching, um, I watched all of Parks and Rec, which was all right. I feel like after, like, season three, it kind of goes down. Yeah, and then I watched all of 30 Rock, which was, like, it's my new favorite <laughs> show. It's so fucking funny. I used to work the graveyard shift the days and the day shift, <laughs> or the day shift of the graveyard. And... Well, Oh, I love that. The whole the whole it's ongoing so joke in the show too that Alec Baldwin is secretly having an affair with Condoleezza Rice yep. <laughs> is so fucking funny. I gotta go break it off with um <laughs> and then he just like walks away. <laughs> he I love him. Like I know he's he's a fucking controversial guy, but he's like in everything he does he like is good. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny in that show. Tracy mm-hmm. Tracy uh Morgan is fucking hilarious too. They didn't even like change his name. <laughs> that honky Tracy Georgia Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> fucking Jack McBrayer. Kenneth. Kenneth the, is mm, he's probably one of my favorite characters. I will say the one thing that kind of annoys me about Thirty Rock, I mean obviously it's Tina Fey's show, but like I just like after a while I'm like, I don't care about your fucking like sad sap, I don't have any love interest yep. sort of thing. Like I'm dating Matt Damon, he's a pilot. I'm dating John Hamm, he's a fucking dumbass, like just all these different things, and then the midget guy, I was just like, alright, like, this is just, I don't care anymore about your, like, like, just just give me Alec Baldwin. Yep. Alec Baldwin and uh, Tracy Morgan, that's what I want to say. My favorite episode, though, is when, like, she goes on a vacation, but never actually, like, leaves the airport, and uh, they get stuck on the plane. Yep. And then... And then she, like, holds that guy, because, um... Matt Damon like whips out his gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, do it, shoot me through him. Oh my god. And now I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is also really funny. It is pretty funny. If Cal, if Cal was listening, he would love that you just said that. He loves that show. Brooklyn Nine Nine. He loves Andy Samberg. That's like his Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's like he's funny, but like not that funny in everything he does. Yeah. Like, I don't know, dude, a lot of the people that SNL has put out in the last 10 years. Yeah. I just don't care. Like, especially right now, that's... Really? What do you mean, really? Wait, I have an issue with SNL, because I love SNL, but recently... So, they did, like, a lot of Trump shit, because, you know, they're all Democrats. Which isn't a bad thing. Or it's because that's all comedy, or mainstream comedy you can even talk about for four years was that. that's true. just not funny anymore. It's... To me, it's like picking at low-hanging fruit. It's like, come on. Some of it's funny, though. Sure. But then, like, once Biden got in, all their, like, political sketches stopped. And usually that's, like, the funniest shit. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think I just saw it more as, like, oh, we have, like, someone who sees our point of view. So we're just, like, going to stop that now. (laughs) And it was kind of just, like, I don't know. It was just, just, like, weird. Yeah. Pick on both sides. Exactly. They both fucking suck. Like, yeah, just fucking, they're not doing anything for anybody. Just pick on everyone. And it's like, even Jimmy, like, good lord. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, those guys can just fuck right off. I like Fallon. Kimmel's boring. Kimmel, Kimmel's probably one of the most unfunny people that has ever had a talk show. Yeah, and he just, like, if something's funny, he kills it with his laugh. Well, like Jimmy Fallon fucking does that all the time. Jimmy Fallon. I feel like Jimmy Fallon has a really good personality, though. Oh, dude, that guy is <laughs> that guy is just 
banking on the fact that the show might end early so he can just get a fucking shit ton of drinks in him, get hammered, and then, and then, then he'll be in again. real self. <laughs> because he's the, like, watching that dude on his show, it's like every everything seems forced from him. Really? Everything. There, I don't think I've ever seen that guy genuinely laugh except for back mm. in the day in his old SNL skits when he couldn't stop fucking laughing. Yep. He got he lost all of his laughs because he couldn't shut the fuck up during a skit. And now he can't laugh for real, so he's got to pretend like everything, every guest that comes on is the funniest thing since sliced bread. Exactly. Yeah, I guess. I like some of the things he does. And, like, James Corden isn't funny, but I like carpool karaoke. Yeah, I mean. Because it's, like, his most popular thing. Well, that's how, that's how all these guys are maintaining their popularity is by throwing all these other things into their shows that don't require them having to actually be funny or have or like be on or have a talent. It's like Jimmy Fallon doing those like the random lyrics thing or just all the games he'll play on his show. Yeah. I, don't I just want to hear what like the new project that's coming out. Have them actually be a talk show. Um, James Corden's from the same town as my cousin in my cousins in England, High Wickham, and they all, like, hate him. <laughs> and my, I was like, oh, is it because he got out? And they're like, no, 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 no. But, it, yeah. It's because he, like, actually left and, like, did something. Out of the hood that is High Wickham. It's not really a hood. I know, I know. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I'm that close to a celebrity. Fucking James Corden. He's, like, the worst one. They He's all... the butt of every joke. If only Johnny Carson could be resurrected. That guy was the best. I love watching, like, old clips of him. Do you like Jerry Seinfeld? I knew you were going to say that. Jerry Seinfeld is... Because you know <laughs> I like comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, my favorite episode of that is the Norm MacDonald one. Because Norm MacDonald's, like, my favorite uh-huh. comedian. But, uh, Jerry Seinfeld... Uh, definitely, definitely did what he needed to do. He's worth $950 million. So loaded. At which I... You know, I don't get it. Wow, he's almost a billionaire? I'm I'm sure he probably is. Just like his net worth hasn't been updated. Really? That That's guy is wild. Yeah. Fucking and he's just not like he's the most he's the most expensive comedian, but he's not. I don't think he's that funny. At all. Yeah. As of January tenth, twenty twenty one. Nine hundred and fifty mil. Yep, making him the richest comedian in the world. Oh, I think I've looked this up before. I said because most expensive, not richest. Dumbass. Yeah. He'll be like the, it'll be like a list of five. It'll be like five, four, three, two, one. And like that second one is like $40 million. And that's him at like 950 million. Who's number two? I don't know. But now, now I got to look, look up. it up. But it's like the biggest gap you've ever seen. I'm sure and it's the same with like Tom Brady's wife. Oh yeah. Like being the richest model or the highest paid model. It'll be oh. like 40 million. And then she's like a billion dollars. Okay, so this isn't really... Mm, what the fuck? This is an old... It's an old list. Ten richest comedians alive. Let's see. I was telling Thad the other day that I thought Larry David's net worth was close to Jerry's. And he was saying it wasn't, but now I'm looking at it and it says it is. I wanna... I like need to start Feel the Burn. <laughs> what? You've never... That's his show, isn't it? Like... No, it's a um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. There we go. Why would I say Feeling It Burn? Because you're thinking of Bernie Sanders and Larry David <laughs> looking alike. Yeah, but he did something like, I don't know. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a great, I mean, I enjoy it. Bill Cosby was worth $430 million, so that didn't work out too well. 
How much does that does he still have? I'm sure he has most of it. Fucking Ellen DeGeneres. Guess how much she's worth. I hate like her. Two hundred and seventy-five oh. mil. Right. Kind of, but not 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 quite. Four hundred and ninety million dollars. Really? And talk about another. It's it's. She's not it's her funny. Talk show. She's not funny. And she she uh. She abuses people. Yeah, well, that that's new. I'm almost, I I remember I convinced <laughs> I convinced a bunch of people at work one day that Ellen DeGeneres killed a man. Or actually, no, I said that she killed Portia de Rossi <laughs> on the set of Ellen's Game of Games, and that she was going to jail for the rest of her life. And no, everybody like like six people at work believed me and were freaking out about it. And no it. one looked it up. <laughs> and then when they did, they're like, "I'm not saying anything about this." And then a week later, the whole fucking thing about her abusing people backstage all that came out, and I was like, ah, "I guess I was kind of right about Ellen." Someone searched too hard, and they like started. <laughs> yeah, so, somebody at work was the one who found out Ellen was uh, torturing people. people. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I heard she. Uh, I heard she was doing some waterboarding backstage. <laughs> the young interns. God, I hate that woman. Give me your jokes. And waterboards them. <laughs> that I love the Kanye interview though, but she's such a bitch in that. She's such a bitch. Yeah, it makes her. Did you see Kanye and Kim are getting a divorce? Yeah, whatever. Know, like Sad. These, these people are worth so fucking much. Maybe money. He'll, he'll come out with a good album. He definitely will. That those divorce albums always do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Fucking Kanye. I love that guy. Yep. Totally. Totally didn't vote for him to be president. Damn it. I did. <laughs> I 100% did. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at for time? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I guess on that note. Yeah. Vote for Kanye 2024. Um, I was going to say, we're only in 2024. Time flies. Time flies when you're not having... Fun. Sad and depressed and lonely. Yeah. <laughs> when you've lost your will to live because you live too close to a Marshall's. God damn it. Yep. The TJX Corporation. <laughs> I got a bone. Fucks hard. You guys. <laughs> TJX. Represent. Well. I want them to send me an email. I'd like to have a conversation with the CEO. We can. Ch- I could offer some things that would make it less horrible. You heard that here. It's Connor Mulligan at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think AOL exists anymore. Whatever. Maybe it does. I don't fucking know. Okay. TJX. Connor Mulligan at AOL.com. Yes. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you.